0: Glover Daniels delivers fast and flexible recruitment research solutions to leading multinational companies and executive search consultancies around the world. Just go to GloverDaniels.com to find out more. Recruiters Live Lounge. RecruitersLiveLounge.com Where you get to hang out with the most inspiring recruitment business leaders on the planet. Hosted by Roy Ripper. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Recruiters Live Lounge, where you get to meet and hang out with some of the most inspirational recruitment business leaders on the planet. And my guest in today's Live Lounge is Toby Babb. Toby is the MD and founder of Harrington Star. Um, It's a London-based financial services, technology, recruitment, events and insight company. Toby's the chairman of the FinTech Influencers, the FS Technology Breakfast and the editor of the Trading Technologist and FinTech Capital Magazines. Harrington Star launched back in 2010 and has grown from four people to a market-leading position in the global FinTech community um toby's in the process of launching brands new brands um he started his career back in 2000 and i know that he held senior positions in two quite major recruitment brands before he launched harrington star toby i hope i've got all of that right how's it going you did a great job (laughs) i couldn't run it back myself um yeah no really good thank you Roy. really good um toby look tell us a bit more about yourself and and uh you know the work that you guys do at harrington star
1: yeah so so you know we we, we've started the business as you say in 2010 and really enjoyed growing it ever since then um we've tried to do things a bit differently Um, hence the sort of number of different things you just heard about heard about there Um, but mainly just do things better and and to the best of our capability and have a lot of fun doing it in the meantime so um, yeah as you say new brands have been launched at the moment Uh, we've been predominantly a financial technology business um, pretty much exclusively since we started up now's the time where we're starting to take that and and look at other areas still in the the technology sector uh, and new territories you know we've placed across five continents so far since we started uh, and we'll have physical presence um, very soon into uh, into new york and beyond as well so it's a really exciting time for the business right now it's a
0: brilliant brilliant time and toby you know something you're one of those guests that actually when i ask other people who do you want to see featured in recruiters live lounge your name has come up more than once so Never. people genuinely <laughs> are really following what you guys are doing at harrington star
1: that's lovely to hear. Thank you.
0: Oh, good. Um, so, look, welcome to the Live Lounge. Uh, you know that we always like to kick off with our guest's favourite success quote. What's yours and how do you apply it to your business every day?
1: Yeah, so, so, so that's, a, that's a tricky question because I love a quote. Anyone who knows me knows I love quotes and... Um, you know even to the stage where I used to do one a day every single day to my sales teams back in back in the old days and uh there's still there that there's so much so many different things that have been said throughout so many different areas sport military business uh and uh, and I find it massively inspirational so narrowing it down was difficult but um we started the business uh, uh, on the basis of uh, one man's work, which was um, a guy called Vince Lombardi back in the, uh, in the 60s, 70s, uh, running the Green Bay Packers. The, the NFL trophy for those sports fans out there is, the, is still called the Vince Lombardi Trophy. Um, and um, we wanted to call the company when we first started up Lombardi Associates, but it had mafia tones to it, so we decided to tone that, tone that down a little bit. Um, but the star is, is his quarterback, a guy called Bart Starr, um, whose, whose story was incredible. You know, he wasn't necessarily the first pick when, when the drafts came up, um, but he's someone who came through and became one of the most inspirational figures ever to have played the game. And... Um what he did, alongside just being someone who stepped up and led and had huge, you know, huge presence on the pitch, was also be someone who, who represented the values and, and uh, real on-field game of, of, of Lombardi, which was all about excellent basics and mastering the fundamentals. So when I looked at the quote that probably best personified what we do, um, it comes down to that simple quote that Vince Lombardi came up with, which excellence is in the mastery of the fundamentals. And I, and I love that because, to me, people overcomplicate this job every single day and uh, And, as long as you are doing the basics brilliantly and adding a couple of magic touches into it, then that's that to me in any business is the fun is 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 where success comes from
0: I love that I really really do I really love that and that in terms of applying that to the business do you it, it, you know look I, I know you've grown the business from four originally yeah do, how does that message kind of go through the business It's all right for you to think it, et cetera, but how does you know the the new guy joining you. How does how does that yeah. get through to to him or her? Well, I tend to bore them a lot on it.
1: <laughs> the, there's a, Drum it in. Yeah, there's there's a there's a book written a while um, last uh, well recently I think with by by um, a guy called James Kerr all about the leadership lessons of the All Blacks ah, and yes. uh, it's a book called Legacy. E- excellent excellent read. And James um, James has done some work with us recently. He's become a really good friend of mine. And um, the All Blacks are, 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 are without question the most winning team in sports history. And when you look at what, a lot of what they're about, a lot of it's about values and, and uh, rituals and, and mantras and such like. Yeah. And when, when James came into our business, he looked at it and said, you know what, there's a really good story around what you're talking about here. So on induction, everyone knows the story about Bart Starr and Lombardi and, and how we try and bring that sort of um, flavor into the business. But there's also things there that, that continually evolve it within what we're doing. So our Bart Starr, the Bart Starr Award in the NFL is for the person who shows the best values and, on the pitch in the community and, and um, in the home. And I think that's really important, full stop, because, right. because this isn't just about great recruiters. It's about great people and great professionals alongside that as well. So we're trying to consistently evolve great people, great professionals, and the recruitment takes care of itself there afterwards. So the Bart Star Award is given away every single month within, within our business. Um, that isn't the top biller. Uh, it's, a, it's an award where people are being recognized for doing stuff in the whole theme of Esprit de Corps. Esprit de Corps is one of our three values in the business. And that Esprit de Corps award not only has a financial recognition on it, but it also has something there where people are recognized by the things they're doing for the rest of their peers, not just by fingers in the air and popularity contests and all that yeah. sort of thing, but by the, by the triggers that you can see that add real value to the business that might not recognize on their numbers, but recognises you know it's recognised and valued throughout the business. So it's a really, really important thing and people, you know, when when, when someone's awarded that Bart Starr award every single month, it's something which people recognise and, and, and give real kudos to in the company.
0: I love that. I really, really love that. Um, And listen, given the opportunity, I'd be more than happy to present that next award to whoever wins Come on in, come on in. We'll tell you all about it tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We'll definitely do one. Maybe, I don't don't know whether you have a a Bart star overall winner for the year or something. There is. Do you know what, there is. We'll
1: we'll come in and talk through that one as well. Take this offline.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, cool. Um, Brilliant. Okay, listen, Toby, I I really do like that. I think... We work in an industry where, um, you know, and certainly from a from an MD's point of view, where we recognise we reward uh, activity and, 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 you know, sort of uh, predominantly revenues. So yeah, yeah. to hear about uh, something that's not directly, you know, uh, sorry, attached to your ability to build, but is actually attached more to your ability to support I, you know yeah. the rest of your team i think is, is is really really positive so thank you for sharing that no, um awesome. toby you know in the recruiters live lounge we always uh know that behind every uh successful entrepreneur there's generally been um you know abject failure there's been some yeah. kind of like real <laughs> challenge what, what what was that for you um again to
1: narrow it down so so um this, this goes back a couple of years. I, I, I was fortunate to hit the ground running. I was in a, in a, in a really great time, 2000. It was a great business, and, and it was probably the easiest time ever to make money in, in, in recruitment. Um, and the first year was was, was brilliant. The second year start, started off brilliantly. Everything was there. I couldn't, everything I touched, you know, I couldn't, it, it, it you know, turned to gold effectively. Um, and then all of a sudden, I got the opportunity to start up after 18 months, or maybe a little bit longer, a, um, a Thames Valley office for the company. And it was probably a little bit of uh, me pushing a bit too much too soon, um, but uh, alongside that, just before that happened, 9/11 happened, and, and oh. then then the uh, then the dot com bubble happened, and then so it's suddenly a completely different landscape, and I sort of said right okay the hubris of of, of me at that sort of stage was I'll, I'll keep on doing it gold fingers out there and everything will be fine. Um, and we went into this um, we went into this uh, Thames Valley venture with me and me and a, who's someone now who's still a very good friend of mine, okay. and uh, went in with possibly the worst strategy ever, which was to pick up a yellow pages uh, or it was Yell.com actually we went we went technical <laughs> um, Yale.com and worked down for the Thames Valley from A through to Z, just trying to phone up and ask for the IT, and there's no LinkedIn at that sort of stage, so it was going through and asking, who's your IT manager pretending to be from Microsoft or whatever, What's that, that, that sort of stuff, real real glamorous, high-quality high recruitment. Um, and uh, and of course what happened was is, is we picked up a couple of bits here here and there. We had no database, no candidates. And we started client first. Right. So we went in there and just said, Right, we'll find the clients and then the candidates we'll find off the back, off the back of that. Sure. And and I look back at it and some of the calls were just hilarious in in, in hindsight. We, I mean we were we were going because it was Yale.com, it could have been anyone. And so we ended up phoning up and asking for the IT manager. As you know, I look back at it now and it's just horrifically embarrassing. But we were phoning up um, clowns and children's entertainers and actual one-man bands, and and they're saying we haven't actually got an IT manager. I'm I'm available for a for a Thursday at the village hall or whatever it might be. I'm a clown, and and it was it. it I am actually a clown, (laughs) and uh, and so so we were making a lot of calls there that weren't realistic, the most high-impact, best use of our time that we could do. and, and eventually, we sort of steered this and said this might not be. After a few months, months, it might not be the right route for us doing it. And once I remember there, there being a lorry going past the office, and I saw the name of the company, and that was my canvassing strategy to say, right, who's that company? We'll see if they've got a Thames Valley office. It was horrific, and um, and. We then took it back and said, right, let's switch it and go to the candidate side and started talking to candidates and building out a community and building out networks. And, and you know, when we started this up, it was, that was, you know, and obviously the results weren't fantastic over that stage. As soon as we turned it around, the, the year got right back on track and it was, it was, uh, it, ter- it turned back around. It, obviously, it wasn't quite as easy as it was in the, in, in the years before that, but it was, it, for, for me, it was one of the most brilliant lessons I could ever have. It was uh, the first time I'd ever gone a couple of months without billing. Um, and now you know, when, you're, when you're dealing with people who go through a hard time here, it, it allows me to actually empathize with the pressure that they're feeling with yeah. what they're going through, which whatever it might be. And, and if you tinker it and get your keys out and get the screwdriver out, you know exactly what you can do to actually then um, get people back on track. And when we started this business up, that was absolutely um, fundamental to, to the lessons which we do, not saying that we'd have picked up a Yale.com or a LinkedIn and just gone, th- gone through everything, sure. but we definitely knew that the first stage was to find as many good people we could get and take our product out and place products as opposed to just trying to fill jobs. And that's, um, you know, because it was the same thing. We had 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 to walk away from everyone we'd ever worked with. We had zero clients, zero candidates. Day one, 2010, still the, the depths of the uh, of the of you know, the economic downturn okay. at that sort of stage. It wasn't an easy marketplace. No. But as soon as we started taking good people and helping to find them positions, that was a massive lesson that I can I can trace back to, you know, what would it, would it have been eight years beforehand where it was a monumental balls up in terms of the strategy that we went out to do that. So it was it was a it was a brilliant learning curve for me, but a hilariously awful phase of my recruitment, <laughs> recruitment career cringe. at the same time. It's yeah. it,
0: Toby, it's an interesting one because um, <clears throat> and I'm really familiar with that uh the way you set up that original business and you know just result sorry just relying on you know the real guts and courage of 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 you guys it was the it was the way that we were all trained old school just pick the yeah. phone up start make stuff happen yeah 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 but for a lot of recruiters that were trained that way um if that style didn't work A lot of them, you know, many of us really struggle because there was no plan B. Yeah. So the fact that you, first of all, recognised this isn't working, but more importantly, actually tried something different, something that you hadn't necessarily been trained on, but instinctively you knew there had to be a better way. Uh, Very brave, but also, you know, very resourceful because a lot of recruiters didn't do that. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was, um. I think it was more out of desperation than anything else that we just kind of went there and and did it. And you're right, look, something I'm really um, passionate about is I think the industry loses a lot of people who could be great. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just because of the environment they're in or, or the, the business which they're working in or the, or the culture which they're around, there's a lot of people who traditionally over the years have actually probably been bullied out of recruitment businesses or bullied out of the industry. Yeah. And we set things up very badly, I think, at various stages across the across the years. And I think that's improving. I think people are understanding support. I think people are looking at things individually a lot more. Um but it, yeah, it's, it, 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 I know exactly what you mean. I think if uh, we, we were lucky in the fact that we were probably just um, belligerent enough to, to say we're not, you know, there's zero chance of this not working. Um, but I think there's a lot of people who looked at that and didn't find an answer and moved across. And, 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 you know, traditionally the churn of the industry has meant that there's some really good people out there who should be great recruiters and the industry should be another couple of layers up than it, than it is already.
0: Sure. No, that's, I think it's a really, really good point. Really good point. Um, and just your expression there about bullied out of the industry. I hadn't really thought about that before, but yeah. I, I think that's a really, really, tr- sadly a really true statement, yeah. but getting better. I think we getting, are getting def- better. Def- definitely getting better. A hundred percent. Um, what was, we may have heard this already, Toby, but what was the eureka moment for you when, you know, maybe it's in your early part of your recruitment career or whatever, but where the light bulb goes off, everything falls into place and you think, I've got this, I know what I'm doing. When was that time for you? Yeah, I guess this is sort of tied, tied into that
1: same same bit about people being lost from the industry. Like I came into it and it was a eureka moment for me to find it full stop. You know, I was working in, in, in events and doing anything from university balls through to, I think our last sale was the, um, the launch of the millennium I in 99. Okay. So that was our, that was the last big farewell gift. Big one. Um, and it was a great party. Um, but I, but I also knew I wanted to do something more and a guy who worked in our warehouse then went and uh, joined, um, Huxley associates. Okay. And, um, he was telling me about what it was all about and, and you know, he, he wasn't a salesperson, but came in there and he, and he was, he started to do pretty well. And, um, he then told told me about what it was. What it was there? And I said, "Look, get me an opportunity." And and uh, fortunately, his boss at that stage was just being given the opportunity to start his first business um, through the through the umbrella at that stage. At that stage, and um, and I loved it. It was a you know straight straight away. I just thought, right, this has got everything that I want into it. It's interaction, its competitiveness. It's got the you know, the ability for you to influence it. Everything I liked about it was just suddenly okay. I found I found what I want to do, yeah. and that was that. You know, that was the first eureka moment. When I got in there, I suddenly realised it was a bit harder than I anticipated. <laughs> I'm a terrible loser, so um, people were beating me in those first first few months, and I was sort of sat there and sulking. I used to used to work round the corner. Suddenly, I was having this big commute up to London. I lived down in Surrey, and it was this big commute up to London, and um, and I was sort of sat there sulking and feeling sorry for myself, and um, probably saying, "Oh, it's not my my fault. I'm in the wrong market or something <laughs> along those those ones we've heard heard loads of times before." And uh, the big eureka moment was was um, was sat on the train moaning away to to my dad, um, who was working up in in town at the time as well, and and uh, just hearing me giving this this sort of bottom lip drivel out, out to him, and he gave me a good kick in the shin on the uh, <laughs> in, in, on the train sat opposite. The still hell? got the still got the bruise, <laughs> and um, and. Uh, and he said, look, just sort yourself out and get on with it. And that, that moment was literally like, okay, cool, I'm not going to start blaming other people. I'm going to take full responsibility, crack on. I think it's a really dangerous phase. That sort of first three to six months where it's new, you're not getting the results, you're seeing other people maybe get it quicker and all that sort of thing. For a lot of people, it's that bit where people make that call to drop out of the industry. And if and I'm really lucky, actually, that I had my, my my dad there at that time to say, look, sort yourself out and crack on with it. Yeah. I wonder how many other people have you know, been... Sort of facilitated by their parents, almost to say, okay, well, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're this, and you deserve more, and it's yeah, you and, and and there's so many examples of where I've seen that sort of stuff happen over the years, and again, it's lost good people from the industry. So, for me. Just getting your head down and taking responsibility, and 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 that message became probably the most important message I, I had it had in my career.
0: Is your dad available for motivational uh, kicks and speeches? Uh, around? Tuesdays the, and Thursdays. So I'm, his, I'm now his agent. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty thirty percent. It's a it's an interesting story, really interesting story, because I I agree with you, and I don't think it's just about people new into our industry. I remember you know, one of my last senior positions as a director of, uh, you know, well, one of the UK's largest recruiting businesses, I I joined as a director, but I've got to say to you within a couple of weeks, I was like, mm. oh my God, this is awful. You know, it was like just the, I, I started to really question the move. And th- like your dad, I was really fortunate in that my immediate boss Uh, Who I got on very very well with, I knew as a friend before I joined, just reminded me. It was just that voice of sanity that said, "Look, it may be tough in these first couple of weeks, but don't lose sight of your long term objectives." And I remember really clearly him saying that to me. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I ended up, I you know, I I stayed there three and a half, maybe four years, and built a very very successful business but um if he hadn't had that conversation I, i'd have you know i was having that wobbly moment and i think yeah, yeah. a lot
1: of people do so it's that sliding doors sort of thing isn't it where you just have the, those people who nudge you in the right direction and that support network is massively important i think yeah,
0: really really important thanks for sharing yeah. that toby Pleasure. um toby look what do you do consistently on a daily basis that you think <coughs> sets you apart makes you successful look, um I read something the the uh, the,
1: the, other, the other day on a, on a really sort of uh, weird um, I guess it, how how relevant it is is as the to the person who said it is quite interesting but um my son's got into WWE a lot recently the uh, the whole wrestling thing yeah and um, the rock has, has suddenly become someone who's quite, you know, quite good eyebrow. here. Yeah, more up here I can do it but I I won't, I won't embarrass myself um, but, he, but he, he's got this mantra of being, um, be humble, stay hungry and always be the hardest worker in the room. And I think one thing which which, which would all, which would I've all prided on always setting myself apart over the last you know, 16 odd years or so, is just trying to make sure that, that, that I'll, I'll always um, be very difficult to beat in terms of, of, of hard working. Nice. Now I also think that then comes into, there's a lot of busy fools out there who, who work hard and, and not actually in the right sort of areas and I think that discipline is to make sure you're doing the right thing at the right sort of time. Yeah. But I think if you're talking about consistency, it's 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 um it's constantly looking to, to try and try and do my best on a day to day basis, and I think sometimes a bit people will be hot for a week or two, see the results of it, and then back off. Um, yeah, you know, I'm. I'm paranoid and terrified about the whole you know, the whole thought of complacency and of course you know you've been been there at various different stages of, of your career but I just want to want to make sure that the thing that, that sort of um, I guess sets me apart that, that's done consistently and it's not a technical thing or a planning thing or anything like that but it's just a mentality I, th- I think of just constantly trying to make sure that I put everything that I can into the job.
0: I love that. I really do. I love the fact you've quoted The Rock as well. My yeah. my, my kids would be really pleased with that yeah. one. Um, <laughs> um, what's the thing they say? Oh, actually, any any children watching this, remember, don't try any of these movies No, at definitely home. not. Definitely. <laughs> Apart from the a DDT. <laughs> <laughs> um, Toby, what would you describe as your biggest uh, strength and then conversely your weakness as a, a business leader? Yeah, I guess, I guess the two can be almost
1: uh, t- tied in together. Look, um, strengths-wise, I'd always like to think that, that Kaizen and continuous improvement and desire to learn and pick things up and read everything I can is is um, something which I, which I attribute as a, as a strength. Alongside that, I'd love to be infectiously enthusiastic. You know, I think that's... Um, you know, i've I've looked in, and been fortunate enough to meet a load of people who've been massively successful in loads of different things again sport military business you know I, I collect interesting people I guess as a as a as a hobby and um, whenever I speak to those people. Uh, it, it's it's a common theme. It's a common practice that that um, you know, I know you, you you saw Darren recently. Darren Ryman on, on the whole thing. One of the most enthusiastic people that I've, that I've met. Um, and um, and I love that sort of stuff. You know that, that's that's what I, and I want to be around it all the time. And and um, and I think if you're a Hoover, you know it's it's very quickly that that becomes the, the sort of pace of your team and the, and the look of your business. Um, and what I've been really fortunate to, to, to have is is a collection of people now who are growing all the time who are, who are in exactly the same same manner i went to an nfl game recently at um at wembley oh yeah and just the whole americanism of that that sort of enthusiasm uh all the way through the the thing was just just struck me as saying look if you could capture you know if you could capture that whole whole um ethos and just put it into a person or a business that business is going to be successful and um and for me, that's that, that's something which which I'm always really really keen just to exude and just get people enthusiastic and get and be positive around it. In terms of where that um, where that dips into a weakness sometimes, is that that creates something which I think is is a difficulty for any uh, um, founder or owner of a business is, is that sort of optimism. Um, it's a it's a it's a great thing to be optimistic. Mm. Um, a doctor said to me recently that if everyone was optimistic, they'd live about 20 years longer than, than anywhere. It's probably the biggest cure that you can find anywhere in the country, full stop. But, uh, but, 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 um, but it also means that it can cause problems for yourself when, you, when you're when you um, over-egging anything that you're looking to do. And, and we can do this sort of much, or we can do that, so we'll budget for it. Mm-hmm. So I always have to be careful that whilst I'm optimistic in life, in my budgeting, I'm as pessimistic as I can possibly get, and then over, <laughs> over-go over the top of it. Um, and then also, because I think, because you get excited about stuff, it means you're, you're constantly looking at new ideas and new themes and new thoughts and all that sort of thing. And um, you know, that temptation then is to run down loads of different avenues and try and do too much. And I think sometimes, as a, as a business over over the years, we've probably been been too innovative and done try tried to do too many things. And my my, my, my I guess um, lessons over the last couple of years has been to try and tie that in and go for the big ticket ideas and make sure we road test it and not be an initiative based business just to go for the right sort of stuff and see it through and 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 again collect the right people around me who can rein that in this there's, there's a really interesting thing with young's color wheels and um, the whole concept of reds being and, and yellows which is very much the, the sort of heavy part of the business flying off and trying lots of new things people will be wondering what the hell you're what I'm talking about but we'll talk about that another another stage but the uh, but those people who who are more accounting and relationship uh, led at the at the other side then can come to fuse together to bring that back in and actually have a really well rounded business that makes the right calls on it. So uh, Toby, I'm working think, on those weaknesses.
0: Yeah, no, listen, and, and I think you know what you've just described there. That weakness is a is a perennial challenge for most recruitment business owners, including myself, that that I come across that you know we have to be creative We're you know we're creative solution providers and finders for our clients and our candidates um and so we're 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 almost you know one of our traits is to be creative Yeah, yeah and and so from that generally flows a lot of very very entrepreneurial positive you know uh ideas and as i like to tell people you know one percent of what I'll come out with will be genius, ninety-nine percent will be out of fluff, but it's that one percent that we'll Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep
1: going for that and rather than running all, all directions has <laughs> been. But if crazy. I,
0: but I like your description that if you can ground that with the pragmatic side, understanding your data, you know, understanding the <coughs> numbers and making sure that, that that creative side is always tempered with one foot firmly on the ground in 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 reality i think it's really really useful i I see um businesses where someone is purely creative just running away with the fairies and then i see businesses that are run by you know pragmatic bean counters or accountants you know not not growing and just being really boring environments so if you can kind of combine the two either get those two personalities or develop that that yeah. other side in yourself then I think that's a that's a recipe for for success definitely um, so thanks for sharing that um Toby how do you see the recruitment business sorry how do you see the recruitment industry developing over the next say five years
1: do you know what, I, I think it's probably the most exciting time for recruitment of in in, in a number of different years you know as I said two thousand it was, uh, you know, I missed out on ninety eight, ninety nine, which is apparently electric. Yep. <laughs> two thousand was great. Um, uh, two thousand one, then you suddenly saw it completely change, and then we've seen two thousand eight and two, you know, uh, and the the years that followed that. And it was it was quite a a, a long and deep sort of uh, thing that we've just, you know, that we've come through over the last few years. And um, but I look at it now, and I look at where the market is, and I look at what, particularly in technology, that's you know where things are going right right now, and. I have never seen it quite as exciting, just in terms of demand uh, and and new things coming up and new technologies and new areas. It is it is incredible, and I'm telling everyone at the moment this is the time when you when you can really start to um, propel and create things which which you know to the likes of which people wouldn't have done before in any other so, yeah. any other sort of period. So, look, we we see LinkedIn coming through, we see the RPO RPO world coming through. There's there's different challenges all the time. Mm. The challenges that we had before were. Can you help find a? Um, can you sift through the clowns and one man bands through a Yell to actually get your thing? LinkedIn's enabling recruitment as opposed to threatening it, which is brilliant. Yeah. Um, the tools that we're having are ever more innovative, but and and um, and I think people are just looking. You know, we, we're going through a phase now. For you know, I, I think you know the next five ten year ten years, where it's going to be a really really strong time for people to make a difference and create some really good. Uh, businesses. I don't think it's going to be quite as transactional as it has been in, mm. in 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 years gone by. I don't think it's going to be quite right. Okay, us against the client that, it, that a number of different businesses founded themselves on. Mm. Um, and I think those companies who are who are relationship led and really get in provide a great service. I think every every recruitment company out there is going to have to be a little bit better. I think people are, you know expectations just through the advance of the internet and everything. Everyone's consumer expectations are that much better. I think customer service is going to have to be that much higher. I think um, what you the the added the, the, the added value the added value there you go got it. We got <laughs> Eventually, it. Eventually, the added value which you're going to have to provide becomes uh, all the all the more important. And those companies who get that, who can go in there, who've got good people there, who are out there building communities, and that's a really important side of things. Being you yeah. know central to that community, um, I think that's that's a time where people are just going to absolutely fly. And I think some people are doing some incredible things out there in the marketplace at the moment, and I'm just massively excited about what's coming up in the next few years for for recruitment in general.
0: Thank you, Toby. I I share that, and and actually I get even more excited when I hear somebody like you getting excited <laughs> yeah. about it. You're absolutely right. You know, I I remember all of those you know sort of uh, year markers that you said, including you know showing my age going back to the the late '80s and. They were yeah. brilliant times, and you know, and I remember at those times, sorry, when it was good, thinking, "Oh my God, this is so brilliant!" You know, recruitment successful, you can make money, you can grow, you can do all these things. Today, it's like nothing else I've seen before, and I think yeah. for any recruiter, uh, either getting into this industry or having come through a very tough. You know, very very tough trading period. I think now is the time. You know, yeah. it's, it's a really exciting time to be around the recruitment industry. Share your enthusiasm. I
1: think it's just great. Yeah, it's, it's just great. Full stop. To be a recruiter at the moment, for, you know, period. But the the thing the thing for me is it's always been an industry, um, and particularly in the IT space, where it's seen as that sort of annoying nag, a little a little bit, and 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 a not and, and not necessarily a necessity. But when you look at it, and, and it's listed as a professional service. To me, it's the fundamentally the most important thing that any company can have. Mm. You know, you, you look at it and you say, right, if you've got a good lawyer, it's important. If you've got a good accountants, mm-hmm. it's important. Those people are seen as professionals, mm. okay? Recruiters are seen as people who will get up and, and be chances effect- effectively, mm. whereas it should have a level where it's seen as, as the fundamental partner to any business because if they've got great people in their business, they're a great business. Mm. If they've got mediocre people, they're mediocre, uh, and actually, probably, if they've got mediocre people, they're actually just a bad business, full stop. So any any company who can really... Provide that value and find the very best people for it. I think you'll see the re- the standing of recruitment consultants move and move and move. And I think it will come a genuine profession where people are uh, are out there saying that this is um you know this is this is something which you you know train for and you, and you aspire to through university and you become that sort of thing as opposed to no one dresses up as a recruiter when they're a kid. Mm. Um, I think it, I think it will become I think it will become something there where people actually say that there's a genuine career here. And and I think we've been developing that and seeing that and there's been some really good successes on it. But th- this, ind- this industry is so vital to, to any business's success. Sorry, rent over.
0: No, good. Here, <laughs> 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 here. Pet subject. Let's to- go for it. To- People to- revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Toby bad for prime minister, I say. Yes. <laughs> um, I'll take it. <laughs> Toby, we have uh, entered that period that we call the lightning round. So I need to ask you this question. Are you ready for the lightning round, Toby? I was born ready for the lightning round. Good. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> all right question number one what is the number one thing that you see holding recruiters back from becoming more successful uh, right now a hundred percent
1: i believe it's just talking to people so so i think there's there's so many um keyboard warriors out there at the moment um you know technology's advanced so much that it becomes e- you know email whatsapp uh, text all this sort of thing yeah. it becomes very very easy just to do everything over over email Best people out there are the best pe- uh, and best recruiters in my mind are the ones who build those relationships and uh, either picking up the phone, as old school as that sounds, or, or actually going out there and talking to people and meeting people and being involved in meetups or or going to to you know to events or how, holding those events themselves and just being in the thick of that sort of stuff. Yeah. If people are there and they're actually talking to more people and and, and uh, building bigger candidate pools and, and doing all that, all of that sort of stuff and building great relationships with their clients. That's the bit which takes people up to top, you know, to top to top performers, as far as I can see. it.
0: Great, I love it. Um, Toby, what's the best piece of business or recruitment advice you've ever received?
1: Um, I do, if I, if I may. I know it's a lightning round, but I'll go for, go with two. The first one being um, from one of my my first uh, managing directors, a guy called Daley Thompson. Um, he said to me that that uh, that the recruitment is ninety five percent qualification of candidate and client, and I and I massively couldn't. I couldn't agree with it more. Yeah. Um, if if you're if you're there and you're every opportunity you're doing it means it makes you a lucky recruiter. Basically, you're working on the right stuff with quality, quantity, and direction. So if you're there and you're choosing the right things, then um, and you can only know that through the information that you gather. Mm-hmm. Then you're great. You, you you I'll give you a bit of props here. I, I, I um, saw something with your qualification spider graph thing that you did recently. Okay. And I thought it was brilliant. You know, I, I've always prided myself on that being my sort of super recruitment superpower: the ability to ask questions. Within it. There was about another 10, which I think that's even better stuff, stuff to, to come into it. So uh, those of you who are watching, it's it's a million percent something you need to get your hands on um, is Roy's bit of work there. And I'm sure you can uh, t- tell them where to find it. Thank um, you, Toby. <laughs> but, they're, but, they're, but it is brilliant, honestly. And, and uh, you know, I, 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 I drum it, drum it, drum it into everyone here that the more questions you ask, the better the information you've got. So for me, 95% of this job is qualifying your candidate and, and your client when you become lucky off the back of it. Um the second, the second piece is what is one from my, my father-in-law, Stephen, who's who's uh, an investor in the business, um, and he taught, taught taught me something which you know I guess for ten years I was I was very much a sales director, I suppose so to speak. I was looking at the uh, GP, I was looking at the whiteboard, I was looking at all of that sort of stuff, and and it sounds as, as brutally straightforward as you can get. But he said, look, the key to key to business, whichever business you're in, is money in, money out. Put more money. Uh, in it'll take more. You, know, you have more money coming into the business than you're spending, yeah. and it sounds weird, but it's very, very easy to sort of like start. You know, again with the optimistic stuff, to start thinking about what's coming in and what's over the the, the uh, what's over the hill. Mm. And I think just looking at that sort of thing and just really knowing your numbers uh, becomes one of the most important things I've ever looked at in business. Full mm. stop.
0: Brilliant, I love that. You know, I've talked something really similar by James Kahn that that every yeah. business it's it's about cash in and cash out so you know and he runs even to this day i think he runs with that same sort of uh, attitude so great advice turned out right for him yeah (laughs) turned (laughs) out nice (laughs) yeah yeah toby um what's something that you see working brilliantly in your business right now maybe it's an app or a piece of software or whatever but something's working really well for you or your business right now
1: yes so um I'm a massive fan of of data. I mean, you mentioned it a little bit earlier on. And for me, um, we invested really early on in in the uh, evolution of Cube Nineteen. I think we we're the second people in the UK to to bring it on board. Um, Cube Nineteen um, data visualization, data an- analytics, and it's um, for, for for me, it was something we looked at. We beauty paraded a number of different things. I w- went over to Prozone in football, Opta in football. Right. Um, I went to the British Olympic Association after the Olympics um because i I got fascinated by 2012 and what made all of the the you know the the gold medals happen yeah um and obviously the athletes were were great but it was but there was uh, the more and more i read about it the more and more i found there were so many different people there who were um just just part of that whole that whole journey and so i met some amazing people at the boa um sports scientists data data scientists and uh, really just tried to find out what they were talking about because you know, the athletes would go there and they'd be desperate for data. They'd be looking, to say, how can I get better? And yeah. recruitment, it's how can I avoid a KPI? Yeah. You know, that, that's that's basically where people sit, and it's one of the most common things I've heard as to why people move. Oh, why are you leaving? Oh, it's KPI culture. It's KPI yeah. culture. And what it was is, and where in my mind it is, is people would sit there. They'd have a set of data saying, right, you have to do this because that's what the top builder did, or that's what you know, history dictates, right. wherever it is. You have to follow that same lead. For me, it's far more about looking at it and saying, right, what's the story behind each individual's data? How can you drill into it and say, right, when that person's good, why are they good? When that person's not so good, how can we get them back to when they, when they were good? What's the actual story behind each individual's piece? Rather than saying you have to hit this number because it's an arbitrary number that may or not, may not appeal, uh, appeal to you. And do you know what? Cube 19 is absolutely brilliant at allowing us to do that. The, the deeper drills that it's able to do. I think we've got this genuinely, genuinely world-class data suite now. That allows us to give an unfair advantage to every single one of our consultants to get better and to get better quickly because everyone will have a little bit of a, bl- a glitch, everyone will go off here, here or there, and if we can grab that quicker and see it before it's there, uh, which is kind of where I think we can go now. We, we we see the we see the problem before it becomes a problem. Yeah, and that's that's you know fundamentally down to Q nineteen and what the guys have done over there.
0: Look, that's a great endorsement, really, really positive endorsement as well. And I agree with you. It's almost it's it's taking one-to-one or personal coaching to a far higher level it's not just gut instinct and me coaching you on look this is what you used to do to be successful and if we just tweak these things two two three percent that's a gut feel based on observation real data real data and, and using that in a positive way you know something that i've always said to people KPIs should be used to support, you know, Absolutely, as opposed yeah. to be pulling people down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, Cube19 is definitely giving people the tools to, to be able to do that. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you Pleasure. for sharing that. Um, Toby, what's the best business book that you've read in the last six months? So the six months was the tricky
1: part of that because <laughs> it's, uh, it's. I just love it. There's so many different things and so many different books, which I found hugely important to what we've done. Um, Could be the I'm best gonna, one um, you've read ever. I'm going to use. I'm going to use a prop okay. um, and bring you uh, "Stronger Together" by this guy Simon Hartley. So, and look, this is even something I'm really proud of. I'm actually in print there as well as oh, one of the recommendations. Woo-hoo. So, very, very excited about that one. It's um, uh, so, so Simon Hartley is, is a guy who we've worked with for the last uh, year and, year and a half or so. Uh, he's written a load of good books which are very, very relevant to recruitment. Uh, actually, what he is is a sports psychologist. So Simon's been in and and. Um, been working on the elite performance of, of everyone in the business over the last year and a half two years uh, he's, he's absolutely brilliant he's um he's been the uh, sports psychologist for Yorkshire cricket He's have won back-to-back titles he's been with bath rugby over the years uh, he's worked with the English Institute of sport and over the last 10 years or so he's, he's seen that that sort of experience from elite sport is, is absolutely applicable to business and he's uh, and he's been working with businesses up and down the country for for the last five ten years and, and he's absolutely superb at just you know, doing uh, f- right, right at the top of the the uh, the, the the chat, we talked about excellence as mastery of the fundamentals. Simon talks about two lengths and five keys, five keys to what your uh, to to you know to what makes your job work. Two lengths is is, your, is your, effectively your, your statement for what your job is in its very simplest terms. Mm. This book here um, is very much about uh, lessons from all of the best teams, and it, and it's teams from the animal kingdom, it's teams from sport, it's team SAS teams. It's it's an incredible um, read. For, for any team who's looking to get better it covers culture it covers teamwork it covers selection uh and i just think it's a it's a it's a you know i read it and he gave me that sent me the pre-copy to see, you know to see what i thought and i just thought it was um It's everything that that we talk about on a day-to-day basis put into a book. So I couldn't recommend it higher.
0: Toby, I've written that down. I'm getting that as soon as I get off this call. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. (laughs) I will do. Um, If only just to see your name in print. That's it. My my proudest ever moment. (laughs) (laughs) Toby, um, look, we are coming towards the end of our time, sadly, in Recruiter's Live Lounge. I could go on, you know, sort of talking about this stuff with you forever. But – we are coming to the end. Final question that I've got for you in the lightning round before we start to wrap up. If you woke up tomorrow morning, you still had all of the experience, the knowledge, uh, everything that you've got currently, but Harrington Star wasn't available, wasn't around, mm-hmm. what would you do? How would you start over again?
1: I don't want this to sound too clichéd or anything like that, but I've, I've absolutely loved um, every single... Hour, minute, and day of what we've been doing over with, with this company over the last few years, and um, and it came from from zero. So basically, what you're saying there is, what would you do if it was ground zero and start start a business again? Um, we're lucky in the fact that we're doing it actually with a business outside of finance right right now. So we're just about to launch something which is a, a commercial business looking at commercial technology. Okay. Um, so, so we're kind of doing it anyway, right, 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 right away now, and it's everything that we you know it's it's the, the same thing done again. What have I learned? Uh, I'd have started contracts uh, quicker. I'd have invested in in, in more experience sooner. Um, you know, we went through and took a load of experienced people in, and then we took some uh, graduates in. That at, at, at probably a too too earliest stage for the for the business. Mm. Um, but I, but mainly, I just go in there with exactly the same attitude to go in there and and uh, create something and be part of something and, and really drive a business further forward. So I'm really excited with what we're doing with the new business right now. I'm really excited with what we're going to do out in the states and it's a its ability to to take everything that we've learned and done well over the last few years and repeat it with without, with the benefit of make, knowing exactly what we've done to bulls up over the last few few years as well, and hopefully accelerate that growth it's a really as i said before i don't think i've ever been more excited about um where what or what we're able to do and what we're capable of doing as as a business so yeah to answer your question same again with a couple of tweaks <laughs>
0: good and simon sorry toby your your enthusiasm is infectious you know it's, it's it's really really good to hear somebody speaking positively about our industry and the opportunities ahead of us so thank you on behalf of everyone in, in recruiters live lounge thank you so much for that it's a massive um, pleasure thank you so much for the opportunity as well. oh listen no worries no worries at all toby um look if you had one piece of final parting advice for our viewers listeners what would that be and also how can people get in touch with you uh, after the show um,
1: yeah, look. I, I think if you're talking about one bit of advice for, for for anyone coming into recruitment, it's um, it's it's just be be authentic and be yourself, and make sure you outwork your competition. I mean, that's that's the co- the core part of this. If you stick to the basics, outwork your competition, and put your yeah you know, your personality into and and professionalism alongside it, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a massively difficult job. I just think you've got to be authentic around around what you're doing, and, and make sure you don't try and short circuit stuff. Everyone tries to short circuit, get the quick wins and uh and 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 just jump from here to here for for me this is about just making sure you're thorough and you're committed and and and, uh and you do it and you have fun doing it as well so love the love the job and i think the job will love you love you back um in terms of how you get hold of me um i am uh, available wherever so email me um look at harringtonstar.com i'm toby.babb at harringtonstar.com you can call me um, I can give you the number if you want uh, 0203 587 um, and I'm, I'm regularly available in and around the city so <laughs> available for bookings, bar mitzvahs weddings
0: <laughs> Toby I was wondering about your dad does he do like the after dinner circuit as well I right? want him to, I want him to, he's too shy <laughs> motivational speeches <laughs> yeah. let's Toby, get him involved we'll, <laughs> we'll post all of those links below the uh, below the episode so uh, on the show notes and um, Toby, look on behalf of everyone at Recruiters Live Lounge, you know, sincere thank you for joining us. Nice to um, start, you. Yeah, we're really, really chuffed that 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 you have. And as I said, your name had come up so many different times, different people saying, "Look, you really need to speak to Toby Bab. He is genuinely, you know, the real deal. He he he's enthusiastic about this business, and and uh, he's got a story to tell." So oh, I'm very pleased. Thank you to everyone who said that. Then oh no, I'm pleased that we had you on. Um, so, Toby, yeah, listen, thanks ever so much for joining us. My pleasure. Let's catch up soon. Cool. Okay. To everyone else that's out there, uh, thank you. You've been listening to Toby Bab in Recruiters Live Lounge. Keep tuning in, keep subscribing, so that we can bring you episodes like this, uh, interviews with the recruitment business leaders, the most inspiring ones on the planet. Until I see you again, take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Recruiters Live Lounge with Roy Ripper. Join us next time for more insights and incredible success journeys to help you be a better recruitment business leader. How do you ensure that you deliver the best candidate in the market as opposed to on the market to your clients? Glover Daniels delivers fast and flexible recruitment research solutions to leading multinational companies and executive search consultancies around the world. They're able to deliver first class results on your executive search assignments in a fraction of the usual time, which can also save you money. Go to GloverDaniels.com to receive an incredible discount on your very first assignment.